What's up? This is Matt Dietz, and this is Simply Explaining Insurance. This is the show where I tell you what you need to know about insurance in a way that you can understand it. Because I know what you don't know about insurance, and I know what you need to know. All right, a couple things really quick. If you are in the industry, and uh, you're running an agency or you're a producer, and uh, your pipeline's a little thin, do me a favor and uh, send me a text, 208-213-8809, and I will send you something right out of my master program that will give you 10 ways to drive 20 policies in a week without buying internet leads. 208-213-8809. Text me 20 policies and I will hook you up with that right now. Secondly, I have a special show for you today. Good friend uh, Dustin Lemick is on the show. He is the co well, he's the founder and CEO of Brightco, which is disrupting the jewelry insurance space. And I've talked with Dustin a few times and I'm always impressed. I always leave the conversation with a smile and knowing a little bit more than I did before. So this is a space that needed to be disrupted. Uh, Dustin came in and did that. I had him come in and tell the story a little bit. My favorite thing about insuring with a, with Brightco instead of going with your homeowner's policy is that if you file a claim on your jewelry policy with Brightco, it does not hit your homeowner's policy. It protects your homeowner's policy. And that is something that has been changing. Uh, it's become a little bit more severe if you have to place a claim on your homeowner's policy. So any way you can protect that is going to be beneficial to you. Plus their platform, their pricing, their claims, everything is uh, white glove, top of the line. So check out Brightco at bright.co. Also, if you are in the industry and you want to get appointed, please go to bright.co slash Matt Dietz and you'll hop right to an appointment page and start selling this awesome product. All right. With all that being said, let's get to the conversation between me and Dustin, where we talk about how he formed this company, the gaps that he filled, the problems he solved, and just about everything you need to know about insuring your jewelry properly. So thank you, Dustin, for coming on the show. I appreciate you. And let's just get to it. All right. Well, I am joined today with Dustin Lemick, who is the CEO and founder of Brightco. What's up, Dustin? Matt, how's it going? Thanks for having me. Good. Uh, it's good to see you again. It's been about, that's probably been about a year. We've done one of these before, but your company has changed a little bit and uh, it's evolved a little bit. And we want to talk a little bit about what's going on in your world. So can you remind us, you know, give us a little bit about your background. How did you end up in jewelry insurance? <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> thanks. It, yeah, it's been a little bit over a year, so I'm, I'm yeah, I'm happy to be back, and I'm happy to sort of update. Um, I've had an interesting journey. I actually come from the jewelry world, so my family has uh, retail jewelry stores in Chicago, and I sort of had this really insider view of, and we did a lot of claim replacements. We worked with a lot of insurance companies. Um, and had this inside view of, of sort of the process. And, and honestly, my view was how broken the process actually was. Yeah, I imagine. And, yeah. And it was like, it's kind of one of those classic stories that you've heard of like, and so obviously our company is Brightco and we do jewelry and watch insurance exclusively, personal personal jewelry and watch. Um, and it's sort of one of those stories where the incumbents and this sort of current product um, environment was was really lacking 
Um, and it was lacking mostly when we saw it was for consumers. It was just not a good process or product. And there was nothing really great out there that that fit sort of the the, the majority of the market. There was there were some higher end players that were really um, that were good, but but everything else sort of fell by the wayside. So yeah, um, that's kind of what started me on my journey. And then we once we started, and one of my uh, co-founders, he's a he's an AFCAS, he's a fully credentialed actuary. And when we got together, we really saw just a huge opportunity to bring a better better product, better pricing using some technology, you know, we consider ourselves an insured tech company, we leverage technology, and I can get into that in a huge way. Um, and, you know, I think we're at a place now and like in, from an inflection standpoint, seeing like, you know what, the, the original thesis was definitely right. Um, there was a need for our product in the environment and um, we're growing really fast and opening up new distribution channels and all of those fun things, which I, I assume we'll get into. Yes, definitely. So just real quick, I'm curious, you were in retail, essentially, right? Were you working in the shops? Yeah. So I mean, that's quite a leap, you know, to go from retail to a company like this, you know, I totally applaud you for being like, there's a huge hole in, you know, this part of my world right now, like this is such a pain when something like this happens. You know, what part of you, what, where did you get the, you know, the fortitude to be like, well, I'm just going to fix it. You know, that's, you know, everyone, you know, complains and moans and why can't this be better? And why can't, and then like, but, but nothing ever happens. You're the one that stood up and you're like, you know what, if no one else is going to do it, I'm going to put my cape on and I'm going to do it. You know, like, where did that come from? What gave you the confidence to be like, I'm going to, I'm going to fix this. So for me, it was really more about like building the way I look at it is like building blocks. Um, it wasn't one of those things that I, immediately said, I'm going to go tackle this right out of the gates. It was one of those things that sort of was eating at me over time. But also I started putting like, it's like putting, it's like building a puzzle. You start putting yeah. the pieces together and you start slowly, like I started slowly doing some investigation and doing market research and all of these things. And the way I am personally is I start once I kind of latch onto something and that curiosity starts building in me, I start really kind of getting that mentality of like, we need, I need to dive in. And, and so yeah. at, at a certain point, I really dove all in and set, and, and once I realized and it started with market research, but once I realized that there was a significant opportunity is when I went all in and started what I was doing, honestly, was I was moonlighting. Like this became my second job. Sure. You know, I was in retail, but then after hours and weekends, and my wife thought I was out of my mind. I was spending lots of time and hours um, you know, it just, you're like just, Batman. It sort of was felt like I was living a second <laughs> life for a while. <laughs> totally. Um, yeah. So yeah, that sort of was the impetus though. That's how it kind of got the ball rolling. So what was the big gap? Was it the customer experience? Was it the coverage that you saw that wasn't there? Was it the, the claim process? Like what was the gaping hole where you're like, this needs to be fixed because it's causing my customers a huge pain point. You know, there are other people, there are too many people involved with solving this one problem. You've got claims adjusters and insurance, you know, agents probably, and we've got, you know, maybe different companies. And this is just a big mess. Like what was the main problem that, what was the problem you were trying to solve? Well, there were two. Uh, the first one that really showed face was on the claim side. Um, you know, I, we worked with a, a lot of the larger carriers and I, I couldn't believe how 
broken or disjointed the whole claims process was. I, I was like, this is from a customer service perspective, a nightmare. And, yeah. you know, I was, I was in the jeweler's shoes at that point. I was sort of a middleman. Um, yep. And it was, I, I just couldn't believe it. And we heard complaints time after time, not from us, we were doing everything we could to kind of be on the, the customer side to try to be their advocate. But it was them saying that this is a miserably bad process. I can't get in touch with anybody at the, at the um, insurance companies. And like, we can't, the claims adjusters are nowhere to be found and all of these things. That's really where it started. And then also there was, there was a bit of the distribution side as well, where um, I was getting asked all the time from, from, from our customers, like, how do I get this insured? Where do I, it was just like, not, no clarity, yeah. uh, lack of transparency of, and, and just no good answer. And so those were like kind of the two places. And then we really dove in and said, okay, like let's, we need to actually, I should say we didn't, we zoomed out and we said, we need to look at like this whole process. So like, we know mm -hmm. that claims are, are messed up. The distribution front piece of it seems to be a little bit inefficient. And then we realized, okay, this is a whole life cycle problem. And somebody needs to come in and actually address the whole from, from A to Z and use technology. And then we, that was the second piece of it. We realized like, look, technology can solve uh, not all of it. You know, there needs to be that human component always, right. but technology can assist the human component and, and, and solve basically 90% of it. And, and it ha with Brightco, it basically has. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And thank you for that. I know the insure tech space has, uh, has desperately been needed in our industry for, for a long time. And there's, there's a lot of really exciting uh, stuff happening. A lot of companies that are helping solve these problems, streamline them, automate them and make the process easier for agents, make it easier for, uh, for the clients. And uh, it's been, it's, it's really been good to see because we've, we've, we're, I'm with a legacy company and all, you know, all our stuff's built in like, Windows 95 you know, or whatever it's still <laughs> built on. Like we couldn't use Chrome until like two years. Like I had to use um, Internet Explorer for my dashboard up until like two years ago, Dustin. It was great. We were like the only people in the world. I think we're still using Explorer. Anyway, um, it's, we're, it's like turning the Titanic, right? It's so slow. And we all saw what happened with like Southwest. Was it last year with Southwest who was built on this yep. legacy stuff yep. and it, the whole thing crashed and, and it shut down the whole travel industry during the holidays last year. And I was like, man, I hope that doesn't happen to us. Um, so, so you build Brightco, you know, let's, let's, let's yep. fast forward. Tell me a little bit, tell me about Brightco. Tell me about what the platform looks like. Tell me what you built. Yeah. So I can take you a little bit through like the timeline and I think that would help. So we came to market with this really curated distribution channel. Um, we were distributing and we still are distributing through jeweler partners. So we would basically build technology for jewelers and which we built them like this really robust appraisal system. And we all know for most pieces of jewelry, uh, insurance companies require an appraisal. Um, yep. So we basically connected the appraisal system to a quoting platform. Um, and so it allowed these point of sale, kind of an embedded type, you can think of it as like embedded type, um, process. And it was really what it did was it was, and it still does is push out like point of sale, uh, quotes, usually while folks are still in the store. Um, 
that was building and is building really quickly. And we had a lot of reach out direct from consumers, um, you know, that weren't necessarily in or connected to one of our jeweler partners, but they still heard about us and saw, I mean, our, our product, the policy itself is, I think the strongest policy in the market. Um, pricing is also probably best in class. Um, yeah. So we would get these, consumers reaching out directly to us and we didn't have a good answer. And so we opened up a D2C channel where you can go online and buy a policy directly from us. What that dovetailed into was we started getting reach outs from, from agents and brokers saying, hey, we've seen you, we want access to the product or we've been shopped by you. Um, <laughs> you know, we, we heard that we heard a lot of, many times. Um, how do we get access to your product? And so the answer at, th at that point was, well, sorry, we're in the D2C channel or through our jeweler partners, but we just, we don't have, it's, it's not available. Right. We had enough folks and, and we, our mentality and our belief is we want to service, we want to meet the customer wherever the customer slash policy holder, wherever they are, wherever they like to be making their purchases, where we want to be as well. But we also want to provide the service if we can to as many tangentially related uh, stakeholders as we can. And that definitely includes brokers and agents. So we spent a long time building a, a, a bunch of technology for agents so that they could have access to the product. And so we actually this year, um, I think it was March of this year, we came to market and opened up the doors for agencies to be able to get appointed with Brightco and, um, you know, sell our product. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, so Brightco for the consumer to go on, it's super easy to get a quote. I mean, you, how long does it take to quote up a piece of jewelry? To get an initial quote is 30 seconds, right? <laughs> 30 seconds. Right. Yeah. And then they can bind and purchase from there. Right. In two minutes. Yeah. Do they need, what's your process for like, like, uh, if a piece needs an appraisal, like how does that, can, do they upload it? Like, is that, simple as that yeah so we there's two pieces required from us um you can go in you can bind a policy you have coverage and then post bind we ask for a quote-unquote selfie just a photo from your cell phone and, and i should mention like we make all of this really really simple mm -hmm. um to do all of this so like you 